This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on it so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. Hang on a second. Girls, gays, and theys. <gasps> Girls, gays, and theys. Welcome back by popular demand. The better half of And That's Why We Drink. Weighing hey, in hey, weighing in at pre-baby hey, weight. Hey. We've got the craziest, <laughs> the craziest, silliest drinker you've ever known. Christine Schiefer. Okay, the camera, Amer- switch to me, camera. Because I have to show you something, camera. Oh, it's not going to switch to me, huh? Is it just going to be on you the whole it time? It looks switched to you, to me. Oh, does it? Maybe Zoom has an update. Okay. Also, me- I don't know if I don't know if anyone could even hear me because I know the music was so loud next to the microphone. So uh, if you didn't hear me, we are now welcoming back uh, the world's greatest <laughs> cryptid, America's first scene shifter. Oh, my God. Okay, ready? Hey! Pull it out with my teeth. Pull oh, it out, pull it out. It's we, about look, time. We, I have not seen you pour yourself a glass of wine in a year my that's friend that's not true because i was here for christmas and i drank and you were just here and i drank in front of your face and you have a video of it i know but on like a classic and that's why we drank episode i okay, guess christmas fine. was different but christmas was a special here i'll do a little clinky with okay you. clinky clink 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 what are clink, you drinking clink. today oh man what am i drinking i'm drinking a classic my um eight dollar apothic red Apothic. I know you love it. I love an apothic. Um, and I'm wearing a special, special shirt that I'm already spotted, but let me show you. Oh, I love it. It's my uh it's my uh Cackleburger Witch and got me this for Christmas. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, it was it. It was when we covered Burger Chef or something, yes, right? Yes, Burger Chef. And it was uh, Chef Jeff, right? Chef Jeff, it was a very odd, odd experience for all of us. <laughs> a very but fever dream experience. Christine introduced me to like, like the backwoods McDonald's gang, yeah. and like, and so I found a shirt and with Cackle Witch it or whatever was like her name creator is. Creator of the Happy Meal, but also their slogan was like, "Your family's dinner is ready" or something like really fucking dumb. Um, <laughs> and oh, I'm also wearing my tr- a new a new trashy classy headband. Look at you with all your spots. It's extra trashy because it has leopard print on it. 
awesome. Oh, I miss your trashiness. I feel like this uh, episode, I'm going to be extra giggly because I'm like, I got butterflies again, but I'm like back with you. I know, me too. Blaze is like, are you nervous? And I was like, no. (laughs) Should should I be? (laughs) I am. I'm like all flustered. I'm I'm lying. I am nervous. Um, But that's why I brought a drink. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I feel like we're back in the olden days again. I will, uh, again, thank you and shout out to every single person that uh, came on and, and, and took a little spot for you. And thank you to everyone for your patience and, you know, letting us, uh, have some people on while Christine took a well-needed break. It was wonderful because I got to listen to all these fun stories and like, I mean, not necessarily fun, but all these like fun guests. And then people on Twitter were so kind about it. They were like, oh, these episodes are so fun. But we miss you, Christine. I was worried there were going to be some that were like, God, I hope Christine never comes back. (laughs) But I didn't encounter those. They might be on Reddit. I didn't check. But um, it it is kind of how I feel after Blaze was on. I really don't need you anymore. Yeah, I'm sure. Blaze was like, well, M doesn't have me to talk about sports anymore. So there's nothing you have to be nervous about. And I was like, oh, God, oh, God. He helped me me meet my sports quota, like, for For the the next next 10 years. 10 years? I was about to say that. Oh, well, speaking of which, the song you just played, you know, That's um, that's where they play at my Bengals games as the when the Bengals come out into the field and we just won our fir- first. Oh, did you know that already? No, I didn't. Oh. I keep going. OK. Uh, and we they just won our first playoff game in 31 years since since my birth year, our first. And I was there. I got to go there and be there. Um, and it was so cool and awesome and cried a little bit. And it was amazing. So uh, I listen, remember I'm not saying I... we're Super Bowl champions this year, <laughs> but like it's possible. OK. Uh, good luck. I mean, I don't know. I, you could tell me that they already won last week and I'd be like, that's amazing. I'm so, <laughs> so proud. proud of you, Christine. <laughs> I, uh, I was with you when you found out that they like made it to the playoffs. And oh was, yeah, like, you were. such a big deal. And I was for you. And I was so, for me. And I was so honored <laughs> because like, you know, I like to, when you tell me about things that you're excited about, like Marvel and stuff. And I was like, Em, can I tell you something I'm excited about that you don't care about? And you were like so happy and excited to just like. <laughs> I owe you after me the, all of the times I've told you like <laughs> Spider-Man theories and like you're like and poor you you're just like that's excellent I'm no, so I happy love for it. you listen we if nothing else we know there's somebody who will listen to our bullshit um yeah you gotta be you gotta be everyone else's hype man if you want people to hype you up too. that's exactly right that's the um, Gemini way also, we can now finally. I know we talked about it a little um, in the Christmas episode, but you have a baby now. Welcome to full blown oh, motherhood. Now you're thank on you. the official, and that's why we drink side where you're like wow. a parent. I know. Um, our our uh, my our beautiful friend Jess, who does the newsletter, sent a sent me a wine glass that says, um, and that's why mom drinks. It's super cute, oh, and I love nice. it. Uh, and also, my when this comes out. She'll be four months old already. So somehow. what size fruit is that? <laughs> what retro game from the 80s is that? Oh, my God. Um, she's a she's a Sega Dreamcast. She's a, she's a big old she's a fucking Xbox. She is chunky now. Well, you met her finally. I did. We she's should update that. Sweetie pie. I did. finally I, met her. I got to meet her. We are on OK terms. Um, <laughs> which like I expected, I really went into this assuming it would be another Giovanni situation where right. like I was prepared for Rags full hatred for three years yeah. and then overnight it would be like a best friend, like a power story you would only hope for. Absolutely. So, 
I, I think that's the track we're taking. I think we're getting used to each other. Yes. Um, she's at that age now where she's finally realizing like who I am and who blazes. So she's kind of getting a little more hesitant about new people. So I think that's why that happened. She's also a COVID baby. I think she hasn't like seen a lot of people no. up close ever. So no. I think the fact that I try, I was like, I like to think I was like not all up in her face, but I was definitely close enough when I was holding her that she looked at me and was like, Who like the fuck you is were the this? first person I ever saw her have like a quote unquote conversation with like she was like babbling to you. And I was like, she's never done that to me. I bring it out in the Schaefer's. I don't Appar- know where it is. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> oh. I did. I The first conversation I ever had with Leona, I was trying to poach her into having a podcast with me and we kick mommy to the curb. <laughs> you probably did. I mean, just wait till she could talk and she'll be like, finally, I can confirm that. Yes. <laughs> um, but I will say too, M posted a really adorable photo on Instagram about um, how the baby thinks the ceiling is hilarious and um it's true ever since em noticed that it's all i can notice um how much the baby <laughs> are the two of you just laughing together at the, the ceiling? ceiling is hilarious and like <laughs> i was a little freaked out at one point because i was just holding her in my lap and she kept looking over my shoulder and like cracking up and i was like i'm just gonna tell myself it's a ceiling and then Em was like, it's probably all the ghosts on the ceiling. And I was like, fuck. I was so like, it's certainly know. like little cretins like crawling around upside down like Spider-Man on, <laughs> the, on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. But wait till she can talk. I'll come with more creepy stories, I'm sure. We did one time use a Ouija board in your home. And it said that a little boy named Lazarus lives there. So That's if she right. gets to be Lazarus's age and at around like five or six she's talking about hanging out with old Lazzy you know and remember I heard daddy in that same room I heard it too and you fucking heard it. Em was like you're not gonna believe me but I was just in the kitchen and I heard someone say daddy and I was like this is not so, yeah oh I God, like Blaze Jesus Christ you, you say daddy and daddy she just appears. walked in the door I don't is, like that, that is the me. is the baby in his hands oh oh no I'm good you eat I have wine Thank you for visiting, though. Thank you, Blaze. I miss you from last week. <laughs> he tried to bring me Chinese food, which was very nice, but I will spare you all, and I will eat it after. We Thank you. I do miss the slurping of a of a noodle around you. Mm. Yeah. No, the baby is. Uh, I will say also even cuter than in the pictures, which That's very sweet. She's definitely um, kind of bald now because her hair fell out, so it's starting to grow back finally. Um, so she's kind of a cue ball right now, but that's okay. Well. Uh, I will say, since this is the first episode back with Leona, I wanted to do, I wanted to give her a grand welcome. I know you had oh. Christmas. Christmas, I'm considering an outlier Yeah, bonus that was episode. kind of like a special occasion thing. Plus, Christine really, like, inserted herself into Christmas. She was not supposed to be there. I was like, <laughs> I'm making a holiday special. No one asked for it. And here it is. <laughs> and so, because of that, I had a plan to do this since before the, you even left to go on maternity leave. What? What so is I've, it? I've had this in my uh, list the whole time. Uh, and so in, in honor of Miss Leona, I am covering the topic of numerology. <gasps> and at the end, we're going to do a little numerology for Wait, for real? Baby. Oh, I've, yes. I've wanted this. I mean, you know that, but I've been waiting for this okay. topic. Oh, I'm so amped. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about 
an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure, you know, it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac. And so I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Juni, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So I know it's not super paranormal or spooky, but it, it, it falls into like the... I don't know. It's uh, some, I know, a, like a cult. A pr- it's like a group still yeah. you know, consider it as a big thing. Like or like spiritualism. Even, like, even LA granola people love a good numerology love set. It. So, um, and plus at some point I'm, I'm probably going to cover like basic zodiac astrology and stuff. So why not yeah, for we've never done yet? that. That's fun. Anyway, I do, I do appreciate that my, uh, I don't envy you and the fact that I, I feel like my category of and that's why we drink is a little more expansive. I feel like I can, yeah, it's more I, of a catch all. I agree. But then that also happens with mine because it's like anything illegal is technically crime. That's so it's true. Sort of like any cult, anything that kind of takes advantage of people. I feel like we both have pretty expansive categories if we try. <laughs> that's true that's fair enough i feel like mine's more obvious but yours ends up being it could be either of them could be Slightly anything the uh i will say um eva if you're listening i know you're out there in the in the the, the back rooms of zoom um but uh i did our all three of our charts and leona's you did oh so my god i didn't put our like the meanings of our stuff um Oh, so Eva's very excited. So, um, how do you know that? Did oh, she, text? she texted. Oh. She said, what? "You looked like up," and I thought <laughs> she was like behind your computer. I was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> she's she's actually right there. She's rooting me on." Um, <laughs> and so I put our numbers, and I I 
gonna text it over after I'm done so you can like look up what the numbers mean. It's just it's so it it gets really winded, really long winded very sure. quickly. Um, so I don't want to bore people, but I did hours. So later you could look at what each of your numbers mean. And then I did write stuff down for Leona. So, um, just so babies first numerology chart. Okay. I mean, it's about time. She's been alive for four months. Come on. I know. Hurry up. I know it. Listen, the second you're actually going to find out you have quite a powerful baby. I feel like I'm talking to Harry Potter's parents. I may or may not have created her a co-star already. Don't (laughs) don't ask me whether I did because I may or may not. Wait, What does that mean? What's a co-star? What's a co-star? You're not on co-star? No, dude. uh, I'm sorry, but I am panicking a little co-star as in like you got her a co-star, a.k.a. you're pregnant again. No. (laughs) (laughs) Is that... I was like, wait, now I'm panicking. What? Wait, no. wait, coaster, co-star, co-star. It's an app. It's a, a zodi. It's a, um, a horoscope app or like a zodiac app, astrology app. That's the right word. I see. I have you're not on there. Obviously, zero idea what you're talking about. No, I'm even I'm... on there with Kenyon from Wine and Crime. Like, wait, so wait, you can become friends with people on there. You can like ma- see your uh, like match. <gasps> you know what I mean. Why aren't they so- sponsoring us? That sounds like such a fun little oh, thing. Oh, it's amazing. Um, so you got to get on there because now Leona and I both have one. Wait, I want a friend request Leona and like, be in like her top eight you of the should, astrology charts. You should because you'll okay. be one of two, me and you. <laughs> ah, okay, perfect. So uh, anyway, here we go with numerology. And before we get started, I do want to say that like there was one part that was so confusing to me. Um And like not in the way that you would expect. So numerology, uh, I'm going to talk about different types of numerology that are out there. But basically you, uh, every letter or number has a value. And when you calculate them to figure out what your formula is, that's when you figure out what your numerology numbers are. Okay. So the thing that confused me was all of these in some way require your full name. And so I was like, okay, are we talking legal name? Are we talking change name if you get married or if you change it for if you transition you know or if you just have a nickname and you don't identify interesting mm-hmm. so i wish i could be the person to give you that answer but oh, it was shit. such a mixed bag like oh. so many sources said so many different things um a lot of them were like part of your name I don't, they were not trying to sound transphobic, but I'm just going to like take it personally and be like, that's transphobic. But they were saying like your full legal name is required when you do your numerology chart because it's like imprinted on your soul when you're born and it's part of you no matter what. I call bullshit on that. Then there's other. Because I feel like the the name you identify with is the one that. Exactly. If we're talking about energy, the one that you connect with, which should be the one that makes sense. My thoughts, Exactly. So that's my like hot out of the oven take about names is like I'm with you I, on that. I personally think you should be rocking with the one that you identify most with. Agreed. Especially because there's a whole other argument that was like pro use the name you prefer. Um because they I guess there's some like rumors in the entertainment industry that people will change their name on purpose before they get big to like based on numerology manifest that they will have success wait what no way they're so, like oh my numbers will be better in numerology the, i guess they say that like it's really bonkers i'm not saying this is like lady gaga did not do this but they used her as an example of like the numerology for lady gaga versus the numerology for like <laughs> stefani stephanie whatever her last name germanata yeah. is that her last name yeah i think so 
like the numbers are totally different. So she could have, if she wanted to, changed her name so that way she was bringing in different energy for her career. So uh, I did see one thing on a website. I think it was the same one that referred to Lady Gaga. They were like, maybe try out your professional name versus your personal name and see if they get, bring different energies. Ooh, okay. So, now that's interesting. Um, so anyway. I say use whatever name you vibe with because apparently this is all about vibrations. So Exactly. um, Okay, so here is numerology. Do you want to take a a stab at what the definition of numerology is? Oh, geez. I have no clue. I mean, I guess every number number carries with it some sort of energy. I mean, I don't know. It's It's my vague understanding. It's the study of numbers and their effect on individuals and the world around them based on the vibrations they emit. Okay. So it is one uh, website I saw called it a way that the universe communicates with us. Mm. And it's the notion that everything in the universe can be analyzed through numbers because uh, these numbers connect to different types of energy. So once you know the energy behind each number, you can kind of analyze and predict ideas around you or how things are going to go. I feel like this is every skeptic's nightmare because they're like, you're really using math now? You're using math. Lee's and Allison have both turned off Completely. (laughs) Or at least lowered the volume so they can say they listened but like didn't, you know? They completely muted it, but if you look, like the timestamp is still moving. It's moving. That way, like, they're giving us the download, but really, Mm. they don't have to be a part of it. We don't care. We want the download, so we'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... Depending on which system you use, because there's different types of numerology out there, depending on which system you use, your numbers can also be ruled by planets, gods, even mm. colors. Um, it's it's kind of like astrology, if you will. So, okay. Here's a fun fact for you. Numerology, or it was called at Hogwarts, Athromancy. Ooh. It was Hermione's favorite class. See, I love that. Anyway, so there you go. You can be like a smarty pants and also into some spiritual stuff if you want. Blaze, are you listening? <laughs> um, so in 1907. No, he's not. Um, we already <laughs> determined that, but okay. <laughs> in 1907, the word numerology was first introduced. Um, numerology has been around for far longer, but the, that exact mm. coinage was recorded by Dr. Julian Stenton. Um, so only since 1907 have people been officially working with numerology okay um, as it's called there are a few different types but the most common one is western numerology it's also known as pythagorean numerology mm. um, it started back in the 500s bc with <laughs> my man pythag pythagoras <laughs> and every math uh, teacher is having a heart attack right now <laughs> P-fag. They don't like Pfag. What's going on? It's like how I call. Well, I don't want to get into it. Pion, S hoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard it all from your from your dumb little mouth. I've heard it all. Yeah. For those who don't know, I call my phone my Pion, and I not unironically. No, like fully without thought, without second thought or first thought, really. Just I just if I if I lose it and I'm around you, I'll be like, oh my gosh, have you have you seen my Pion? The first time you did it, I was like, have I seen what? Like I really did not know what. And then one time I said, like, do you want to go probably to Starbucks? And you were like, well, let me just get my S hose. And I was like, excuse me. 
You're what? <laughs> my ass host. You get it? Look, the second you say it, you get it. Oh also, I, there's only three words that I do it with and nothing else, but I do P-Hone, my ass hose for my shoes, and my G-lasses. Okay, G-lasses I'm still not on board with. That's the one where I'm like, I can't fully get behind it. I don't know where it came from, but I really, it's it's impossible to stop. And even if I could, I'd choose not to. I, <laughs> okay. Okay, glad a, you heard it here first, folks. It's a part of me. Maybe I should do the numerology for those words and see like what's happening in my world you know oh fuck no i don't want to know about g lasses numerology <laughs> vibrations so pfag uh he is a greek mathematician in case you didn't know and he was very 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 into the idea that everything could be explained through or broken down into single digit numbers mm. um i guess he really got into this when he realized that you could correlate numbers with um musical harmonies and different musical notes and since each musical note has different vibrations you could assign numbers to those vibrations interesting um and so this is a quote from t2c online but i i just really didn't want to change the sentence um but basically pthag he looked into it more after he realized that you could correlate numbers with vibrations and he was able to quote use people's birthdays and the vibrations of the notes that correspond to those numbers to give accurate descriptions of people's personalities (gasps) okay if they taught this in math in like algebra i would be so much more invested in my i would have gotten much better than a b minus if it were if it were algebra it'd be like what is this person's vibe compared to this person's vibe and then what's the slope of that you know the slope What is the, the quadratic formula of my relationship of- <laughs> with my crush? I need to know. Actually, I can tell you it's just a steep decline because it's um, actually a line that goes immediately down the just, whole time. It's a vertical line down, with an arrow. Yeah. The bell curve requires you to go up at yeah, one point right. and it never did. There's no curve involved. So uh, Pythagor- Pythagoras, I really have to fight to not say the other one. Yeah. Pythagoras, he's technically considered the father of numerology after this discovery or this at least active use of numerology even though there were versions that existed way before him so there is oh really there was numerology in china and japan and india um in fact when he was learning about his own numerology theory he actually studied uh chaldean uh numerology for like decades which we will get into what that one is okay um but so there are by the way, a bunch of numerologies I'm not covering. Um, there's Chinese numerology, Indian numerology, Tibetan, Egyptian, Arabic, Greek, African, shamanistic. That's just some of them. Holy um, crap. So there's a bunch of different ways you could use numerology. And that's actually one of the ultimate criticisms of like, well, if it works and why are there like a million different versions? Mm. Um, but th- I'm just going to cover the main three that seem to be the most common even today. Um One of them is Western, the Pythagorean version, which I will cover later because that's the one that's most common. And so that's the one that I used for Leona and us and all that. So I'll break that one down separately later. But the other two that are the most common are Chaldean and uh, Kabbalah. Mm. So uh, with any of these forms of numerology, you can analyze the initial number you got. So... I, I said this one time. I think I must have done – it must have been when I covered the number – the lucky number 13 You did, or something. yeah. That's when we talked about numerology like uh, slightly. Okay. Yeah. So one of the things I said then was in numerology, 
the individual numbers and the combined number mean different things, but it's all important. So for the number 13, one and three are both important in numerology, but when you add them together oh, to get four, okay. four is almost like the, um, like the ultimate, uh, I don't like know. The I, like the umbrella number of it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or like it ends up like four is the one that people pay the most attention to. But if you want more detail on the inside of, uh-huh. if you want more info on 13, you look at one and three you separately. You break it down into can, the separate exactly. parts. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So with any of these forms of numerology, you can analyze the initial number you get, or you can take that multi-digit number mm. and look at each individual number and get a better rounded analysis of yourself. Okay. Um, so the first one I'm going to talk about is Chaldean. It is spelled C-H-A-L-D-E-A-N. So I hope I'm saying that right. But Google and YouTube both told me it's Chaldean. That sounds right. The whole time I was doing this, though, before I looked up the pronunciation, I was calling it Chaldean. So oh I'm very glad I checked. <laughs> I don't think very... that's it. <laughs> I just, I had no, I had never seen that word before. So I was like, oh, Chaldean. <laughs> Okay, Chaldean. Um, It is the oldest form that we know of of numerology. It's from ancient Egypt and Babylonian times. And many people say that this is still the most precise form of numerology. Ooh, okay. One community that actually took uh, Chaldean numerology very seriously was uh, in what is today, uh, it's Iraq today, but at the time it was called Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. What? How do you know that? Nebuch- <laughs> because I went to Catholic school. <laughs> oh. Come on, say it again. Okay. I feel like I, I want to make sure I'm saying that right, but Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, I think is how you say it. Nebuchadne- Nebuchadnezzar. Something okay. like that. I'm pretty but sure that's how you say it. Nebuchadnezzar. I feel so fucking stupid. Sorry, everybody. It's like a million letters long. So it's not, I don't think, it, oh, Eva says that's how I learned it too. Okay. Um, thank you, Well, Eva. obviously, <laughs> I did not figure – I did not go to Catholic school. Okay, no, so yeah, it, also I could have literally I just right. looked it up, and I, I don't know why I didn't. So Nebuchadnezzar. Okay, so that yeah, – the, like, Iraqi – yeah. So they were uh, a big community that used Chaldean numerology, and they were known to have, quote, strong prophetic abilities by using this numerology. Ooh. So people still attribute this – um, to like their belief in numerology that it could have really strong prophetic abilities and they um, base it all the way back to then. Ooh. So how it works is that each letter in the alphabet is assigned a number one through eight. Okay. And one through eight, that the number that's assigned to each letter is based on the amount of vibrations it emits. Um, you can use the letters in a person's name to figure out what numbers their name holds, a.k.a. what vibration their name is and what vibration they are. So the idea is you can use numerology to better suit your environment because if you're vibrating at a number nine and you're hanging out in an environment that's seven, mm. then you might be off. So it's a good way to see what traits you have or what goals you have or what opportunities are coming. So that way you can always stay in balance and have just a leave more those harmonious sevens behind. Leave. You get it. Yeah. yeah I get yeah, it. Yeah. I've done it. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> you can, uh, once you've calculated that number, you can analyze traits, goals, etc. It's again, very similar in some ways to astrology. The calculation is adding each letter, which is assigned a number, that you have uh, in your name, 
Mm. And then adding them until they get a single digit number. So if I added up my my name, um, let me send you a chart just so you know Ooh. What, it, what it looks like. Okay. Um, so this is the Chaldean numerology. So it's one through eight, and it shows the alphabet. And it's not actually in A through oh. Z. It has, you know, A, B, C, D, E, U, O, F, I, K. Oh, so, Okay. Based on the number that that letter is assigned, you add up all the letters of your name. And so mine ended up being like 36. So you can add three plus six and get nine. So my final Chaldean number is nine. But if I want to look at my individual It's digits, actually five it's... plus four in case anyone comes and checks, double checks your work. But um, <laughs> But yes, it does equal nine. Well, in three and six also equals nine. I didn't know if you needed the individual Thank you. digits. Just in Appreciate case somebody it. looks it up and is like, why is... Okay. So if you add up all of mine, my final Chaldean number ends up being... Like if you spell... I think I used M. Schultz, I think, for mine. Oh, um, okay. So, sorry. I thought you were just doing E-M. And I was like, I think that's 5-4. No, no, no. E-M-S-C-H-U-L. Your whole thing. Got it. Okay, never mind. Got it, got it, got it. Interesting, though, that M also equals 9 on its own. It does. So that must be like very special number. Actually, it is. In Chaldean, the number nine is sacred. Oh, God. Here we go. So that's why. So if you look, when I describe later Pythagorean, they use one through nine instead of one through eight. Chaldean doesn't use that because they think nine is so sacred that it shouldn't be included in this ranking. So you're just not part of it at that point. So they were just like, only the special people get a nine. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, if you wanted to add up yours, I already did your number for you. And you are a... One, uh, like a fucking negative five? What? Your Chaldean number is officially when you add everything up at seven. But if you were to add up the single digit, seven plus zero equals seven, which would be your official Chaldean number. So so it's seven? It's seven. Okay. Um, fun fact. So then I did look up what that means for you. Oh. Uh, and so you're sacred. We got that covered. I'm sacred. And then I just left it at that. I didn't want to know anymore. You don't need to. Um, yours, though, you are ruled by the planet Neptune and the color white. Ooh. And you are have a very developed gut feeling. You are good at understanding people's intentions behind their actions. Mm. Uh, you have a deeper meaning. You see the deeper meaning in everything. <laughs> and you have a profound insight. Okay, I'll take it. So it's it. probably just telling me what I want to hear, but I like it. I'll take it. <laughs> Again, one of the criticisms is like, <laughs> it's just <laughs> complimenting you. But also... <laughs> <laughs> it does i will say numerology it's very much like um i would say astrology or tarot and that like right. with every meaning there is a positive and a negative so sure um so anyway that that's how you would find your chaldean number and for chaldean numerology specifically what i think is really fun is that so i had 36 which equals nine but the the single digits in your number the single digits represent the person on the outside, whereas the double digits show what you're like on the inside. So Ooh. the number nine for me represents what I'm like on the outside, but the double digits of three and six more, more analyze what I'm like. Okay. So you're sacred on the outside. Yes. Well, what obviously. are you on the inside? No. I'm a three and a six and I don't want to know what that means. Dumpster plus fire. So here is Leona's. <gasps> she is 82. Because Aww. you gave her so many fucking letters in her name. <laughs> um, Leona Lampagnelli, are you kidding me? Okay, 82. 
I also I did use her full name until further notice. So I added I threw her middle name in there too. Cool. According to Chaldean number blogspot. Um, I quoted this whole thing because it was just a very, very well said. This is one of the most powerful numbers. Oh, boy. And it can elevate even an ordinary person to the status of a ruler. Oh, no, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Okay. <laughs> Imagine this as a teenager living under your roof. Uh, <laughs> duty conscious, which she currently is with those diapers. Uh-huh. Um, with unceasing efforts, they will dominate the scene in any field they're placed in. They will attain the pinnacle of fame by making a fortune either in horse races or car races. Okay. I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> She's going to be a horse girl. They create (laughs) unnecessary problems in their love matters and will be over adamant in nature, but their eyes have magnetic powers. And if the power of this number is properly understood in practice, then no physical or mental feat is impossible to perform. She sounds like she's going to be a badass. Okay. I like that because it's like, there's some like critique in it. Like it's like, Mm -hmm. they can be a little much, whatever. I kind of like that. It's like, you know what? Get it. Be, be, be bold uh somebody commented on her instagram <laughs> post and was like her they were like her eyes like she's i can tell she's an old soul and i was like oh boy oh boy oh boy it's happening <laughs> I, well okay so that was her uh her initial double digit number 82 but if you add eight plus two you get 10 which is still double digits so you get one so plus one. zero which equals one so her official chaldean number is one. Oh, so, okay i see so according to Div- Divinity World, number one means, quote, it represents having a strong winner mentality in order to gain success. People who are represented by the number one are also very creative and perfectionists. They do not like to do things themselves and rather like to outsource their work to others, which I I understand, girl. Hell yeah. But I don't um, want to do the work. As, but I don't want to do the work. I'm going to be the it. one as a parent probably who's outsourced too. <laughs> I'll have Blaze. <laughs> I'll relegate that to daddy. She'll go, she'll go, mommy. And you'll go, Blaze. Blaze. <laughs> It'll be like an automatic <laughs> chain reaction. Um, so fun fact, I did try this on myself just to see like, yeah. I tried my, I tried my dead name and I tried a, my current name that I go by just to see like if I yeah. was right that the energies change. And so I tried my dead name and I got the number 62 and um, <laughs> the description I got for 62 was the disaster full of gravest warnings for the future. Did I not say dumpster fire? Okay. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> so then gravest I used, warnings. Holy shit. Then I used my current name. Uh, I got 36 and it is a creatively influential kicking in the doors and telling people what's the deal. Great sense of humor, charisma. So I was like, oh fuck it. Yeah. Oh my God. I was like, okay, you know what? That proves it right there. You go with the name that you feel you best identify with. You just fucking like swerved out of that dumpster fire direction you were going. <laughs> it said gravest warnings for the future. And I was like, mom, you should have just on my numerology and you would have known a long time ago. Come on. So anyway, that is the Chaldean number system. It's Incredible. very basic. It's just your... First name, you add up the letters, bada bing, bada boom. Love it. Okay. The next one that is uh, very common is Kabbalah, which mm. you can use. This one's kind of crazy because there are up to 400 different results you can get. Holy of, shit. <laughs> so because the way that they have the grid that they have, there's like 22 different options. Let me just send it to you. Okay. Something about the vibrations 
there's like up to 22. It, it breaks down to there's 400 different results you can get once you put your whole name in there. Ooh, um, okay. Because there are more potential vibrations that you can assign letters, I guess. So in uh, Kabbalah numerology, it encourages the idea of wisdom and knowing yourself very well to best understand your results. And so it's considered the most complex because you have to be really honest and have done some self-work to really see what the meaning of your numerology is. Uh oh. Okay. I, I, I imagine you have to do that with any of them, but I kept seeing like that emphasis for this particular numerology. Okay, so I'm just interesting. Stating it. Fun fact, some people believe that uh, the Old Testament was written in a secret code and uh, they use Kabbalah numerology to decipher it. Okay. Just saying it's a fun fact. So I'm not saying Da Vinci anything. Code chapter 32. <laughs> if Da Vinci just used numerology and figured it out, I'd be like, that was really not that hard. To <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Uh, what, like it's hard? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, you can. This is how it works. You calculate your name. This one's more of a math problem. So you calculate your name pretty much the same way as you did with Chaldean, but you divide it by nine afterwards because that's how many options there were for okay. the range was one through nine. So you divide it by nine, and then you most of the time you will end up getting a number that comes with a decimal afterwards. So what you care oh, about. Sure. So what you care about is the number immediately after the decimal so let's say you oh, divided interesting. i don't know what the actual thing would i can only think of even things that will end without decimals let's say that you divided your number by nine and you got like 52.3333 or something you would worry your about name is like 800 <laughs> letters long <laughs> yeah, okay, What's fair 52 enough. times nine <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay i get it i get it i'm just I'm so just, then you uh, would take the three like you. you wouldn't worry about anything else just the number right after the decimal just the one digit the one digit and okay. then you you add that let's say in this case it's three you would add one you always just add one to the number after the decimal Ooh. okay so even if like the example I could only think of in my head was like if you got nine for some reason and then you divided or if you got 81 and you divided by nine and it would come out to 9.0, even if it's 0, 0.0, you still add one. So you always have at least one as you Oh, uh, okay. Does that make got sense? It. I feel like yes. a, no, it does. With, oh, without a me. whiteboard, I feel like I'm just like yammering on. No, I get it. I get it. So then that becomes your official life path number oh okay so every uh so i think every number yeah every number then ends up being either one through nine Got so it. um because even if you have a zero at the end you add one and you get one if you have nine at the end of the decimal you add one you get 10 but it breaks down to be a one again because you okay keep i get it so it'll be uh, so everyone's life path in Kabbalah numerology is one through nine, and each of these things represent a different aspect of life to show you what direction you're heading towards mm. or what you're destined for. So one is progress, two is, and these are very like very concise and spark noted. Like there's actually very long, whimsical paragraphs you could read about these, but I'm giving you like short bullet notes. So one means progress, two means expansion or development. Three is love. Four is lack of fortune. Yikes. Hope I'm not number four. Uh -oh. <laughs> Five is creation. Six is completion. Seven is spirit. Eight is impulse. And nine is success. <laughs> impulse. Okay. I, well, so uh, Leona's eight, which oh, is impulse. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> so uh, in different ways, it uh, represents abundance, achievement, charisma, and karma. But that so, does sound like the other thing you read of like, just like, be the center of attention, outsource the work, mm-hmm. go yeah. big, go home. <laughs> exactly. It's basically good karma coming around and... I mean, it sounds like success, and you're just gonna make it work however you have to. She's like a so, horse racer, right? She's a yeah. She's okay. oh yeah. She's gonna she's gonna be a bookie. I think is what's gonna happen. Oh, that fit that tracks. Yeah. So though, so in case you were wondering, Christine, and I'll send this to you later. Yours is a five, which is creation. Okay, that fits. What's yours? Mine is nine, which is success. Oh, fuck. So well, no uh, wonder I hitched my wagon to you. I was like, I'm creative, <laughs> but I can't. I'm not successful. I'm well. When just it comes to the, when it comes to the the final one, the Western Pythagorean one, we actually do have a lot of similarities, which in numerology world I think explains why we're very why we work so well together. Intriguing. So those are the two less common of the main three. Like, but overwhelmingly, the most popular one these days is Western Pythagorean numerology. This is just my PSA before I get into numerology, Western numerology. Uh, Just like tarot, just like astrology, it's best that, like, I mean, I'm giving you basic information that I learned yesterday. So, like, I'm giving you the best that I can. But if you happen to know someone who is more, has more expertise in this, you're going to get probably a much better answer to some of these things. Mm. So if you're ever doing your numerology chart and you happen to know maybe an actual numerologist or someone who's really invested in this kind of stuff, I would suggest having them analyze you instead like of doing it Like if you know Pthag, just ask him directly. Honestly, if you know Pthag, you give me a call because I <laughs> got a lot of questions about why I flunked all of my math classes. <laughs> it's because it's not because you're a nine. It's so no, no, no. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You get it. So... <laughs> A little PSA there. It's fun to do, but if you can get someone to actually analyze your numerology chart and not just get some like website to do it for you, and it's probably the same cookie cutter answer that they give everyone, then yeah, let us know what your numerology is. And if you do that, let me know. I would love to like obviously paid, but I would love to. Yeah, I would love if you if you're into it. it, I will. I would happily get a an official numerology chart uh, analyzed. Maybe we can expense it. Um. Oh, that'd be a great idea. Also, this is a business expense. And if it goes completely against what I told you about us with this, then um, I'm going to feel bad and stupid that I <laughs> clearly didn't know what I was talking about if they give you a completely different answer um, we'll after find I read out. our charts. So uh, with this system, the Western one, you use your name and your birthday for calculations. Ooh, okay. And there are six, as far as I know, some sources were saying it's just five. But I'm just going to give you the additional one, too, and say there are six main numbers that you're looking for in your numerology chart. Mm -hmm. So a numerology chart, once you have all six, it can show you your strengths, your weaknesses, your potential opportunities. It's very much horoscopy to me. Mm -hmm. Out of the six numbers, three come from your birthday and three come from your name. Okay. So the ones that come from your birthday, I tried to break this down as easy as possible because I feel like talking about math without having a like a pencil and paper is like really awful for some people. We've like tried rhombus conversation, <laughs> rhombus talk. Remember rhombus talk? That I remember like, rhombus end, talk. Ended poorly. Well, I think I was able to figure out how to make it palatable. So um, the three numbers that come from your birthday are your birth number, 
your attitude number, and your life path number. Well, your attitude. Uh-oh. <laughs> so the know. attitude number is the one that like wasn't on some of the lists. They were like the other five are important and the attitude is just like an additional fun one. It sounds like the like, one like okay. Cosmo Girl added. It's like, find your attitude number. <laughs> Follow this flow chart. <laughs> if you work for Cosmo and next month I see something about an attitude number in your magazine, I'm going to know you listen to this podcast. We I'm better get a check off. in the yeah. mail. Yeah. <laughs> so in order, I don't know if it's in order, but to make it easier for people to understand without visuals, it is the easiest way to look at it. The three numbers are your birth number, attitude number, life path number. Okay. Your birth number is just your birth date, just the day. Your attitude number is the date and month. Your life path number is your date, month, and year. So it just keeps adding on. Interesting. Okay. So your birth number is just the day you were born. So Leona would be one because she was born on the first. You would be the fourth. I would be the third. You kind of get it? So what is Eva if she's 11th? Is that two or is that 11? I'm going to get to Eva. Oh, oh, oh. oh, Hold your damn horses. So (laughs) hang on. Eva, you, you would look out. So uh, so I would be a three, you'd be a four, Leona would be a one. And got it's basically it. the first impression that you give. Oh, and Blaze um, would be a two. So we got one, two, three, four. Ah, that's Aww. so fun. Do we know anyone who's a fifth? Geo. No. Yes. Yes. Look at us go. Wait a second. That's Hang on a cute. second. I've really inserted myself into your entire family. Wait, I love that. I'm the only one who's like, doesn't live in that house. We needed a three. Uh, hey, you needed a third. Wink, wink. <laughs> okay. So um, so your birth date is just the first impression you give. And to answer your question that you were going to ask, let's say someone's birthday was like the 23rd. Um, it kind of It's the same thing where you would add the two and the three together to get five, but the two and three individually can tell you more about yourself than just the five. So they just get more intel. They kind of just kind of oh, okay. are luckier in that way. Yeah. But Eva is particularly interesting, and I'll tell you why later. Can't wait. So the attitude number, which, like, Christine's like a 1,000 out of 10. Yikes. uh, (laughs) Off the charts. Your (laughs) attitude number is just the same thing, your date plus the number of the month. So we would have six because we're June. If you were 12, it would be one plus two, which equals three. Um, So you're you're nine, and I'm six plus four. One? Yes. Okay. Yep. I just try to make sure I follow. Okay. No, you're at you. So date plus month. So you would be six plus four, which is 10. Plus. Yeah. So but, it's one. But so, yeah. So then it's one. Okay. Got it. So that's just your attitude in life. That one's pretty easy to explain also. So the next one, which is the date, the month and the year, which is your life path number. Mm. That is the most important out of all six of these. The life path number is like. If someone were, it's like the, like your, if we're talking horoscopes, it's like what your sun sign is. Oh, okay, like got it. The one everyone knows. Right. Um, so if you were talking to a numerologist, they'd be like, oh, what's your life path number? This is the most important one. So date plus month plus year. And so you would be 1991 would be one plus nine plus nine plus one. And then plus. It's a lot of math. I know. But in case people are thinking like, is it 19 plus 91? Is it? Got it. So it's just all the it's digits. Take them all individually and just put a plus sign in between everything. Okay. Um, so this is your most important number. It's who you are at your core. It's uh, your path to a fulfilling life. What could come from it? What obstacles you might face? Mm. What opportunities are there for you? 
Um, Leona is a seven, in case you need to know that later. I, I was curious. Mm-hmm. And uh, your life path number is three, which is interesting because my life path number is three. No so, way. And since these are the most important, it's, again, very much like how we're how two Geminis get each other. I imagine two life path threes I get each other. I love that. And it's funny because, like, you're six three, I'm six four, but you're... 1992 and i'm 1991 mm-hmm. so that digit like makes up for it yep oh my gosh um is there like any... a word for path three or is it like no i wish no. i wish there was a cool a cool thing to say but impulse no. was yeah, we're, th- we're threes that would just be what it is i like it so if, if any other number in your chart corresponds to your life path number those features come easier to you than others so um later i'm going to talk about your personality number. So Mm. if your personality number is a three and your life path number is a three, then your personality is maybe more easygoing or people can read into who you are better versus like you're really misunderstood or, you know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Interesting. Or your, there's a destiny number. So if your destiny number and your life path number are the same, your destiny might come easier for you or think there will be easier, more opportunities for you to succeed. So things like that. Got it. Okay. So those are the three from your birthday, your birth number, your attitude number, your life path number. Mm Mm-hmm. The next ones are the three numbers that come from your name instead of your birthday. Okay. So this is done pretty much just like Chaldean and uh, Kabbalah, which it's you look at the chart and you just add up your name and you add it until you get single digits. Right. So the there's one number called the heart's desire or the soul's urge. Ooh, soul's urge. I like that. And it's basically your desires or what you need to be truly happy in life. Okay. So the way that you get this is you have to use your full name, which is why there's some controversy. Aha, uh-huh, yes. But you have, you, it's when you add up all of the vowels in your name, that's when you get your desires. The vowels. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yep. People say, what about the letter Y? And they actually have an answer to this. Really? Which, if the letter Y in your name is next to a vowel at all, it's a consonant. Right. So, right. So, if it serves as a vowel in that it's... Then it is a vowel. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, Taylor, because it's next... Because the Y is next to another vowel, it's a consonant. But Tyler, because it's in between two consonants, it becomes a vowel. I see. Sometimes Y. I get it. Yeah. So, uh, so your soul's urge or heart's desire, it's, it's called different things based on different sources. Then there's the personality number, which can you guess how you figure this one out? If the last one was add up all the vowels. <laughs> Is it the consonants? Yes, Sometimes why? Okay. <laughs> Got it. I'm yes, following. Yes, you add up all the consonants. And it's just your personality. The okay. next one is your... I saw different names everywhere, but it's either your destiny number, your expression number, or your power number, depending on which website you're looking at. And it is basically your full name, not just vowels or consonants. So they say it's your soul's urge number plus your personality number, but really it's the vowels in your name plus the consonants in your name, which equals your full fucking name. So (laughs) (laughs) it's just add, it's just do your name. That's what your destiny number is. Um, and the destiny number is the second most powerful number in your numerology. So your life path is when you add up your entire birthday and the destiny number is when you add up your whole name. And both huh? of them kind of are the most encompassing 
uh, well-rounded numbers for you. Got it. Um, and your destiny number is your strengths, your goals, what you're destined for. So obviously I checked our charts. Fun fact, our heart's desire and our life path numbers are both similar. And Ooh. they're both, uh, I think they're both, let me see. Oh, no, they're different. So we both have a heart's desire number eight, and we are oh. both life path numbers three. So even okay. though they don't overlap with each other, the fact that ours overlap so well, we both have the same desires in the world, the same things that we want and, you know, prioritize. Wow. And our life path of like the direction we're heading is exactly the same. So Thank that makes God. sense. Why... That would be so awkward since we literally <laughs> own a business together. <laughs> but so it makes a lot of sense when you think about it, why it all does. of a sudden. So anyway, fun fact. I so, love that. Here's why I wouldn't answer your question earlier about Eva, because okay. I'm pouring Eva, my wine. <laughs> Eva happened to be born on an 11th. And in at least in Western numerology, I don't know if it's all numerology, but at least Western numerology, there are three numbers called the master numbers. <gasps> and in your first round of calculations, you might end up with double digit numbers like 77 or 55 or, you know, a number that has 69. Same- no <laughs> like if it's got the same digit twice oh okay <laughs> <laughs> okay or really it. any double digit number but there's only out of all the double digits out there there are only three that are super powerful and they are 11 22 and 33 and so if Eva. you have if you have one of those you don't need to simplify it you already have a master number oh my god it's like a badge of honor i love that I miss like having Eva's like text commentary come up on the side of my screen as we record. So uh, Eva, this is, oh, hey, this is for you. So for the master numbers, 11, 22 and 33, for some reason, it doesn't exceed that. There's no 44 or 55. It's just those three. And according to numerology.com, which I consider the highest source on numerology, uh, these master numbers, quote, represent the three phases of creation 11 is envisioning 22 is building and 33 is sharing so 11 is this is another quote from numerology 11 is the visionary 22 is the architect and 33 delivers it to the world so if you have one of those numbers in your chart you don't need to simplify it because you basically are like i'm a fucking master he was the visionary holy shit (laughs) So people with uh, master numbers in their big six chart, a lot of times do have greater struggles or burdens. Oh, well, I mean, look at who she works for. (laughs) (laughs) We are what the universe brought you, Eva. She's like, I have a three and an eight. Are your I have destined, to deal with. <laughs> we are your destiny, Eva, oh, to, to conquer great struggles. Uh, because they, since they have the, it's basically the Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility. If you have a master number, you there's a higher expectation for you to understand the world's problems so you can best cater to it. So uh, to be able to Did embrace. Did you attribute that quote to Spider-Man? Yeah. It literally is. With great power comes great responsibility. If you have a master number and you have this kind of innate power or potential for power, then you have to understand other burdens to be able to know how to best use your power. So uh, FYI, having these numbers in your chart simply does mean you have the potential for it, but it is not like a destiny guarantee thing. You have to want it. So um, 
fun fact, if you're doing your chart and all of a sudden you see like a 33 and you're panicking that you have all this responsibility, you get to choose whether or not you want to do anything. With Eva it. says, wait, I want it. So <laughs> I think that confirms. <laughs> well, here, Eva, here's more for you. So if you're an 11, this is all numerology.com. If you're an 11, you are a seer and an empath and you Aww. hold powerful intuition, spiritual awareness, and you're very cooperative with others. Well, that's true. If you are 22, you are Which the, is your lucky number. Which is my lucky number. I don't I looked around, I don't have 22 on my chart at all. I think 22 just is a it's a fluke lucky number. That's but a bummer. Cool cool that one of my lucky numbers is a master number. Yeah. Uh 22 is known as the master builder because it can actualize anything. It's very methodical and it has a fear of failure because it knows how great its potential is. Ooh, that's deep. And if you're 33, which is the one that delivers this creation to the world, um, a quote from numerology says 33 is pure love and light guides others to healing a channel for divine messages and is the most profound. Wow. I wonder if we know any 33s. I look, I was really hoping one of us would be a 33 in something and nothing. I feel like that would be too much. Like if one of us were and one of us weren't, it would be like, whoa, (laughs) I'd be like, honestly, threatened. Honestly, Uh (laughs) I don't. Oh my God! Eva just said, "Are we one thirty-three together? Hmm. Do the three of us make thirty-three? We'll have Probably to if you that. if you fudge the numbers a little. Yeah, I guess we could be, <laughs> just oh, change boy. them to be thirty-three. <laughs> yeah, I guess. SP fag, he'll be cool with it. So one thing that I did find funny is that you know Eva is an eleven, which is a master number, but you, Christine, are a four, and according to one of these um, sources, four is four and eight have the same thing where apparently they are quote the numbers known as the numbers of fate and karma and when four or eight is a single key number of birth which yours is because you're born on the fourth the number was chosen by that person before birth as a way to balance heavy karmic debts (laughs) fuck i just got chills and like probably it's true so basically you did you have some correct hey i'm trying really hard i believe it one and two i'm trying really hard maybe that's why your baby has an old soul because she knows what you did i was about to say maybe that's why my baby has such attitude problem already according to her numerology i like to think that she showed up and she was like i'm back christine you thought you could leave me in the last life and i'm here now i remember what you did remember your karmic debt well i am your karmic debt i am your karmic debt just catch me at the horse races you'll be sorry so so the basic criticisms of numerology are confirmation bias that the second you see like a 22 somewhere you think that something special is going on in your life another is that numerology is based on a man-made system so how could it be spiritual at all another there's numbers in nature okay whatever true and the criticism, too, is that there's so many versions of it, then how do we know which one is correct? Another is that it's unreliable if it changes based on your name change. So if I went from my dead name to my current name, all of a sudden the energy changes or the vibrations change and the definitions change. So it feels... But I could see why. I feel like that I could makes see why sense, too. the way you described it earlier. Yeah. I Look, I feel like I was doing a service by finding out my dead you name means were. like nothing but failure. means like trash, um, trash, trash. <laughs> Triple trash. (laughs) Triple Uh, trash. (laughs) And also in different cultures, numbers might be associated with different traits. And so they might be analyzed differently based on wherever in the world you're doing a numerology chart. That's a good point. I think that one's a, a valid argument. So 
Anyway, that is numerology, but I wanted to read Leona's really quickly in case anyone wants to Aww. do a chart for us. So Chaldean, the Chaldean number for Leona is 82, but simplified it's one. Uh, Leona's Kabbalah number is eight. In Western numerology, Leona's birth number is one. Her attitude is two. Her life path is seven. Her soul's urge or heart's desire is 10, simplified to one. Her personality is 24, simplified to six. And her power slash destiny slash expression number is 16, simplified or 16, simplified to seven. Wow. So um, I feel like I've been talking for a long time. The only thing I had left was a description of who she'll probably become. Can but I'm going to leave that. It? I'm so curious. <laughs> So this is, I went on like 20 different websites and like looked up all the numbers and these were just the most common things I found for each of them. So this is her Western numerology description according to affinity numerology. Okay. I'm going to go by number. For her birth number, it represents leadership, independence. She sounds a lot like Blaze because she actively is going to seek information and you see that in like all of these numbers. She's like a big science head. Um, they do things with She's going to listen to this one day and be like, what a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> She's going to completely re- like, you know, how like kids rebel from their moms. Oh, She's no. going to be like, ghosts aren't real. And then I'm going to have to have a real talk. <sighs> She's going to be like, myself. I'm going into STEM mom. You can't stop me. <laughs> no. Um, they do things without feeling compelled to consult others for feedback, which Uh-oh. I love. Um, and she's very innovative for her attitude. She prioritizes family, home, Aww. nurturing, healing, and responsibility. She loves harmony and enjoys visitors. Wait, that's it, so sweet. Visitors from beyond. I don't know. Visitors from Burbank. <laughs> hey, that's me. <laughs> um, her life path number is that she's very introspective, analytic, intuitively connected to ancient wisdom. Oh boy. Um, she is analytical. Her life circles around research, investigation, and science. Like that's the most blazing I've ever said in my life. What? It doesn't come <laughs> like, from me for sure. This, okay. But tell me this isn't you. This is like, I'm not, I didn't, these words were next to each other on infinity numerology. So tell me if this is not blaze plus you equals Leona. Uh-oh. Life circles around research, investigation, science, as well as spirituality and solving mysteries. Oh my um quality and intelligence in others is respected urges to accomplish perfection good judgment dedication intense reasoning which is going to be a problem for us Uh oh relaxation (laughs) relaxation and study are both going to be best done in quiet places away from bustle so maybe use that for the future wow her soul's urge and heart's desire number says that she has a strong need to be self-sufficient and direct her own life. She's independent at heart. She is going to be determined to reach her goals and reach them on her own effort. She's loyal in friendship, fair in business, and a safe leader. I love a safe leader. I like and that. personality. She's all about nurture, home, harmony, beliefs, responsibility, And their thoughts often tend to be on others and their needs, and they are capable of deep affection and personal sacrifice for others. And then her Mm. destiny number uh, says that she has a quest for knowledge and teaching others of that knowledge. She's intelligent, intuitive, scientific, and enjoys writing, reading, inventing, philosophy, and solving mysteries. Okay, I love that. I will take that. I love it. You know, what's interesting about numerology, like about all of this stuff. I know people say like, oh, you can read into it, whatever. But if you read that for me, I'd be like, that does not fit me at all. You know what I mean? 
Oh, yeah, I know. Like, it's so easy to read into things, sure, if they're like, you're kind, creative, whatever. But, like, that would not fit me at all. So I'm curious to see if that actually does fit her someday. Right? So anyway, I don't know. I, I, I have a hunch between the science and solving mysteries, you really landed yourself exactly what we were all expecting. Our so. new research assistant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was very long-winded. Um, I, it got... I got, I started getting yammery because I haven't talked to you in a long time. But I know. Well, that is, I also inserted myself once again into your story. So n- numerology uh, 101. Wow. And I'm now going to send this to you and Eva and you now have your own numbers to look through later. I know Blaze lowered the volume earlier, but I feel like if he listens to this, he's going to be like, yeah, that's my daughter. You know, Aww. I feel like that's like a really cool, proud thing, like research oriented, but also like family and deep affection and i don't know i I feel like nothing i found was problematic about your kid which is like super cool god except her like getting her fame from car chases or something so (laughs) and also like being a bookie yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) anyway there there you have it oh i love oh my gosh eva says thank you you really sent all of our things oh i love this yeah fascinating um I know. I mean, I all that science is. is definitely not genetically related to me. So, uh, okay. Well, I mean, relax. think think about <laughs> it. If if she becomes a scientist, like that came from Blaze, not me. Well, that's a fact. But if she becomes the next Zach Bagans, aha. Well, um, science from... and Zach Bagans, in my mind, aren't really in a Venn diagram together. But I mean, I could be wrong. <laughs> but oh. also, uh, one of one of the numbers I saw at one point did say that she's like gonna be like problematic in love, like she's gonna like care too much, which makes <laughs> me think she's gonna end up with a Zach Bagans at some uh, point. No, so oh, no, I'm oh, warning no. you now, she's going to probably be into the bad boys. That's what I'm thinking. I don't ready. or girls or babies. Just saying. I have told you enough times behind closed doors how excited i am for her to come out as queer one day I'm if just she saying, chooses to do so i'm i'm expanding upon your assessment if she ends you up never with, know if she ends up with a bad girl though or a bad baby honestly i'm gonna be equally blind to it i'm gonna be so excited for her i'll be like oh my god and then we'll all be hurt together as a unit as yeah a big yeah, family yeah, yeah. Unit. you're gonna be like you make a great couple i'm gonna be like and that's not what i asked you here for this uh, intervention is not about that the swaggiest coolest like fuckboy lesbian and i'm gonna absolutely eat it up for her i'm gonna be leather so- jacket not leather obviously but <laughs> this is the future we're talking about but wow yeah i can't uh i can't wait anyway that can't wait. here's to you leona good luck here's to me okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm the one who needs all the luck and uh help By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant 
and cushions with easy assembly and disassembly. This is the perfect thing for your outdoor space. They also just launched a new standing desk, Copilot, with adjustable height, a durable scratch-resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever. I'm in the market for a new desk, um, so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark. And of course, there's Burroughs Legacy seating collections like the Nomad and Range, now available in new colors. And M and I, that's like the only piece of furniture I think we actually share is our burrow sofa in the podcast department. Love that thing. And that's why we drink listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. You know when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind, especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things, but Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code DRINK. Anyway, please tell me a silly, silly story. That isn't very silly at all. Okay, I feel the, like the, the, the silliness one, ended here. The silliness ended here, but give me one second, because my other thought is, what if by the time she's like three, she's like, I want to go by Leo or something different. I wonder if that will change. Funkel M is going to is going to redo the numerology charts. Is that, you know, that's I'm happen. curious. Maybe she's mm. like, fuck science. Like, I, I kind of care. I kind of don't care how she identifies, but she better just go by Leo no matter what. It's Leo's a very cute name. So like maybe, name. but then I'm worried that I'm going to try to make it Leo and she's going to be like, mom, don't try to make my name for me. You know, so she might be like, it's actually Ona or like, <laughs> what's Leona backwards? Somebody Ain't tried to no write well. it and they wrote it wrong. And I was like, close. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Lee. It's Noel. A, a Noel. A Noel. I think so. So the like opposite of Noel, a Noel. Ooh, fun, fun. Anti Christmas. Okay, Anti Christmas. <laughs> Anti Christ. Uh oh. Okay. <gasps> Wait. Actually, I forgot to tell you. Her whole numerology chart was just six six six. All the whole way down. <laughs> oh my god! I already knew that. Okay. So now I have like let's rein it in. I know. Let's be sad. Okay. We had fun. We had fun. We had so much fun together. This is the story of Patty Adkins. Is Patty Adkins the the victim or the... She's the victim. She's okay. the missing person. Got it. Okay. So Patty Adkins. I actually saw this uh, story on an episode of Disappeared. Uh, shout out to Discovery Plus. And um, that's where I first saw it. I think it's also been on Dateline. But this is the disappearance of Patty Atkins. 
So okay. we're in 2001, July of 2001. And uh, it's July 8th. And a woman named Marsha Pitts has not heard from her sister, 29-year-old Patty Atkins. And she's starting to get nervous. Mm. So Patty, Marsha's sister, worked at a Honda factory in Marysville, Ohio. Uh, and she'd actually worked there for 10 years, and she was particularly looking forward to the 4th of July because the factory was shutting down that week for the holiday, for the whole week. So everybody who worked at the factory was able to have a vacation, basically. She was like, I'm getting out of Dodge. She's like, "I, it's Ohio. We're going to go to a lake somewhere. Yeah, what is like the, what's the thing for for July 4th? What do y'all do in Ohio? Uh, f- <laughs> Illegal fireworks and Fun. beer. I mean, you know, probably what you do in Virginia, I imagine. Same. Yeah. Vibe. Same. I'd be excited to get a week off of work to do that, too. Hell <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cheap beer, boats. <laughs> I, th- I think that's I pretty love, much. I love July 4th boats. Yeah. That's the it's fun stuff. I agree. All right. Um, so she couldn't wait because she had a plan to go on vacation with her boyfriend. Hmm. And their vacation was to Canada. <gasps> Ooh la la! Ooh. Wait a minute, I like that Fourth of July a lot better. Ultimate romance. <laughs> also, like the like ultimate like anti-American thing to do for July Fourth. Valid point. <laughs> Love <laughs> such that. a good point. Wait, can just we like, all just go to Canada on July Fourth next year? No, Canada's like no, we don't want that. <laughs> like, Please God, no, no. <laughs> Keep your illegal fireworks to yourself. <laughs> Um, yes. Yeah, so they were going to Canada. Love that for them. Leave the country mm-hmm. to celebrate Independence Day. Yep. Uh, and so in preparation on Thursday, June 28th, Patty dropped her golden retriever and her cats off at the vet where they were going to be boarded and dropped her seven year old daughter, McKaylee, off at Patty's ex-husband's house before her final day at work on Friday, June 29th. And this okay. was the day before the big vacation, the big 4th of July week. Got it. So that she was like, where the hell is my sister? Like, we got to make plans or we got to figure out. So, this, we're sorry, out. I think I got this confused or I think I probably didn't clarify this enough. But so uh, I started off with Marsha, who's waiting to hear from her sister, Patty. Patty's uh, the one who's been working at the Honda factory, is very excited for her trip, dropped oh, off I her see. dog and cats and uh Dropped off McKaylee at her ex-husband's place. And got it, got it, got it. Marsha is, has not kind of re-entered the story. She's not. She Got it. Okay, we're here. But yeah, so Patty dropped off her pets. She dropped off her seven-year-old daughter. Um, had her last day of work, Friday, June 29th. And here comes this big holiday weekend. So the plan for McKaylee was to stay at her father's house before moving on to her Aunt Marsha's house later in the week. So Marsha's the one I mentioned up top who is waiting on July 8th, flash forward, uh, to hear from her sister. And so she's watching McKaylee, uh, her her niece, basically. Got it. So now over a week later, Marsha and McKaylee are together and they are waiting for Patty to come back from her trip. But they had not heard from her all week. So, like I said, uh, Patty was on holiday. She did say she was going to Canada to kind of a remote spot where there wouldn't be much signal. This is also 2001, so I think it was a little more spotty to be out in the wilderness. Um, with more normal to not be able to hear from each other yes. right away. Right, exactly. Like more, like 
it's not that weird to say I'm going up to some cabin and I'm not going to have service. Right. Um, so they didn't think much of it, but after a while, uh, Marsha got worried because Patty wasn't one to be late, especially because she was supposed to be picking up her daughter and Marsha just, you know, thought that was odd. So Marsha called her sister's phone every 30 minutes, uh, that afternoon trying to get a hold of her and then started calling basically nonstop, like every three to five minutes like regularly and no answer i can't imagine the the panic the panic just hearing the voicemail over and over again or like yeah especially if it's every five minutes like i don't know yet what happened to patty but if she's able to see like her phone is being called every five minutes and like oh god that constant ringing yeah like knowing that someone's looking for you i didn't even think of that so time is moving on. Still no sign of Patty. So Marsha decides to ring up the guy that Patty is with mm-hmm. in Canada uh, to see if he knows where Patty is. So she calls his office and a woman picks up. It is the man's wife. <gasps> oh, Dun, dun, okay. dun. Plot twist. It's a plot twist for us. However, Marsha knew. <gasps> Double plot twist for me. Double plot twist. I see. Okay. So Marsha is like, I knew that this man's wife was going to pick up. But to be kind of discreet and, I guess, kind toward her sister, she pretends like she's a customer. Mm. So she doesn't, like, blow up her sister's spot. And she asks if this woman knows where her husband is she's like i'm trying to get a hold of this guy can you let me know where he is and uh the wife says oh he's not back from his trip yet so marcia's like thank god okay they're just running late from their vacation yeah they're they're just out of service whatever wow sneaky sneaky for marcia to like right like pretend she's not throw her sister under the bus but like figure out what she needs i love that marcia is a homie I was going to say, she's a homie. <laughs> she's, a, she's loyal to her side. Yeah. <laughs> Lo- loyal. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. So Marcia's relieved. Uh, she's like, all right, if he's not back, then probably Patty's not back yet. So she waits a few more hours. And then at 5 p.m., she's like, I don't know. I still haven't heard anything. So I'm going to call again. But this time the husband picks up. He is back from his vacation. Mm. And when Marcia asks about Patty, he says, Patty who? <gasps> And it could have been because he was with his wife and had to play dumb? Yeah, so... Okay. Probably. Oh, Question mark? Don't know. Okay. Yes, not sure. She says, uh, what are you talking about, Patty, my sister, the woman you went on vacation with? And he says, I don't know what you're talking about. Patty, Patty who? Patty Adkins from the Honda factory? Weird. Why would I go on vacation with her? Hmm. and Marsha's like because you're dating and he's like I barely know her what I know what the fuck so this poor sister is like I'm excited to see where this goes though like was he lying through his teeth I guess you'll have to wait and find out what is your what is your gut say my gut is he's lying but I also don't know how the rest of this goes yet you're right 
Okay. <laughs> he's lying. Okay. So, so he's he was like, like, I don't even know this man. And he was gaslighting me through your story. I was like, wait a minute. Does he it, not know her? A hundred percent. He's like, Patty who? Oh, you mean that woman, that random lady from the Honda factory? It's like. I, in my mind, she, he, I'm so easy, easy to be manipulated, clearly. Like, I was almost like, wow, Patty has been lying this whole time but I you didn't never know. know right it's like especially with something kind of shady like an affair okay. you know i mean i'm with you like i should never let a man do that to me again i don't know what i was <laughs> you thinking. shouldn't next. No. next next thank you next mm-hmm. so uh he's like i barely know her so patty and um the guy had met working together at the factory, but and I want to be clear that the man's name has not been released to the public. That's why I keep calling him the husband, the man. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because we do not know the name of the husband or his wife. Because did he Privacy. not go to jail? Like, <laughs> spoiler isn't this public alert? Record? No, <gasps> he did not go to jail. Typical. Okay. Anyway, uh, classic. Okay. Classic Christine's back on the podcast. So <laughs> infuriating. Oops. Okay, so so we don't know his name. That's why I keep calling him the husband. Uh-huh. Um, so they had met at the factory, but according to the guy, the husband, there was nothing romantic between the two of them. He was happily married with kids. He would never have randomly gone on a holiday with his colleague. Like, what are you talking about? So obviously, Marsha thought this was strange. She's like my sister's been talking about going on a trip with this guy and she's like smitten with him. Um, why is he pretending like he doesn't know her? Uh, and why isn't he telling her where his sister was? Right. So at this point she's like, something's not right. Whether her sister's lying or this guy's lying, something's wrong. So she asked, what did you do to her? (gasps) And he didn't give any information. He's like, I still don't know who you're talking about. So she hangs up the phone. She knows something is wrong at this point. So she calls up their other sister, her and Patty's other sister to explain the situation. And they were like, all right, by 7 PM, two hours later, if they do not hear from Patty, they are calling the police. Yeah. thousand percent. Yep. So according to the Claremont son, Marsha goes over to Patty's house to see if a, her sister is there or B, if anything suspicious can be found. So Patty's car is still in the garage. The house seems to be in full order. Nothing seems weird. Um, and 7 p.m. soon rolls around. So there is no sign of Patty. So Marsha goes into the police station uh, and reports her sister as missing. And that night around 3 a.m., according to Kylie's true crime blog, um, okay. otherwise known as It's Crime O'Clock Somewhere. Hey! <laughs> I've referenced it before, but I think it's the best name ever uh marcia is able to use her sleuthing abilities and find the husband's home number not just the office number and she calls him at three in the morning his wife picks up Mm -hmm. this time she's like you know what fuck this i'm not going to protect my sister's like affair anymore i'm going to tell the wife that her husband is having an affair with my sister i mean if he was like being that openly yeah. Also, very quickly, do I get the classic, and that's why we drink five of like a cocky fucking dude. Oh my who's god, who's like 
he has a lot on the line that is very easy to risk. This woman on the other end is like, I know you're having an affair. Where the fuck is my sister? And he still has the nerve in the home he shares with his wife to be like, what are you talking about? To be like, what? Patty who? Yeah. It's yeah. Like in that moment, you would think he would have been super cooperative to be like, please don't fucking tell her where I was. You know, it's frightening. Yeah. It's hmm. it's scary. So she calls exactly and is like, well, fuck this. I'm not going to like the gig is up basically. And tells the wife everything. Wait. What? The gig is up. The, the is jig that, is up. The gig is up. The jig is up. Uh-oh. The jig. <laughs> okay. First of all, I've been meaning to bring this up since uh, before, but you can have a beef with someone. Okay. My father-in-law who works worked at a newspaper for many years <laughs> literally sent me – he listened to that episode for some reason and he sent me the article – from like Oxford English Dictionary being like okay. a beef. <laughs> and also, I got a lot of support about that on the internet. So you're full of shit. Okay, okay fine, 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 fine. Fine. The jig is up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's Unless right. you're saying it like your bullshit gif crap where you think that, no, that it would still be jig <laughs> if you think it's a silent J or a. Oh, a, my a, God. It is the jig is up. You Do you not realize how long it took me? To realize it's not nip it in the butt. So <laughs> it's okay. We all make mistakes. Okay, fine. The jig is up. The gig is up? What did I say? The gig? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. That would have been so awkward. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's okay. The jig is up, but you can have a beef with someone, okay? Uh, Look you it have up. a beef with me clearly. So I do. I- Okay. Look it up. I believe you. I don't need to look it up. I you already don't have... believe me, but I'm going to send you an article later about it. Oh my god. Okay. Have a beef with someone. You can. I'm going to look it up. Look okay, it up Christy. right now. I have a beef <laughs> with you. Meaning, beef is meat from a cow. It's also a word for a complaint. If you have a beef with someone, okay, it worked. Vocabulary.com says. If you have a beef with someone, so you're does not, grammar.com. You're not saying. sharing a steak, you have a gripe. Okay, thanks, vocabulary.com. Okay. Or you you're could right. be sharing a steak. Like, don't make that call. Whatever. We would never share a steak, let's be clear. You we can certainly would, have gripes. You wouldn't share a steak with anyone, so That's, to be clear. Okay, the jig is up. The jig, the gig. <laughs> you're right, GIF, GIF. Okay. <laughs> it's. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's embarrassing all right she's like the jig is up she's like the gig is up and the wife is like i think you mean jig and she's like yeah that's what i meant so the jig is up (laughs) and uh she's like i need to tell you that your husband is sleeping with my sister and they went on a trip and now my sister is missing it's three in the morning i'm freaking out and the, the wife is like, uh, I think you're lying. Oh, yeah. Wow. She does not believe Marsha. Hey, if I almost got gaslit by that guy, I imagine being married to him has really done a number on her psyche. Good so point. maybe maybe she really just fell for it. She really did because she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So after 15 minutes of trying to convince this woman that her husband is cheating on her, uh, she passes the phone to the husband himself <gasps> and is like, you talk to him then. And the husband is like, Patty who? I'm like, oh my God, my this God. guy. It's fucking f- creepy, full of shit. So the wife just didn't believe 
her. And Marsha's like, I have proof. I know all this random shit about him. How would I know this if my sister hadn't told me? Like, I know the gifts. He, we went the on gifs, vacation. The gifts. The gifts. <laughs> she got him so many gifts. And <laughs> God damn it. She bought him so many gifts. We went on holiday to Florida and we went to the Hard Rock Cafe and she was like, we were on vacation and we went to the Hard Rock and she bought him a t-shirt. Like, I know all this stuff about him. And the wife is like, "Uh, I don't know. I don't think I believe you. So the husband's on the phone. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I would never have a relationship with my colleague. 45 minutes later. Mm-hmm. The phone call ends without any more, you know, information, confirmation. Sure. Mm. So the next morning, police begin their investigation into Patty's disappearance. They visit her house. Uh, but like when Marsha went, there's nothing that looks out of place. Uh, it doesn't look like she's been forced out of her home. It doesn't look like there's been a break in all her clothes, all her items of value. Everything is as normal. Uh, so they did take her computer and her financial records and they interviewed her coworkers. So it was discovered that on the final day before she supposedly went on vacation, Patty had hitched a ride to work with a friend, which was odd. She didn't drive herself to work that day. Hmm. And it was confirmed that she left the Honda factory at 19 seconds past midnight. That's so specific very specific so this was like on security footage or whatever so we have the exact time she left what happened after that is where everything goes kind of up in smoke nobody knows but it does seem strange to the police that she would just leave her daughter her seven-year-old daughter alone with no reasoning or phone calls or anything so the guy the husband tells police he left the Honda factory around the same time that Patty did and arrived home at 2.30 in the morning. Okay. What was he doing that whole time then? Right. So that's like a big gap, right? That's a massive, that's like a two and a half hour gap. Two and a half hour gap. So apparently he was driving his friend home uh, in Kenton, Ohio, and they stopped at Burger King for dinner. And they were like, but that shouldn't take you two and a half like, hours. How intense of a conversation did you have at yeah. Burger King? Or like or you how many ever drove off? Specific instructions did you have for your he burger? Was like, the line at the driveway was it was so long. The drive okay. through was insane. That's literally what he said. <gasps> a two and a sorry. Literally the last time I came home from an airport. Eva picked me up and we went to Taco Bell and the line was going to take three minutes. And so I said, Eva, take me to a different Taco Bell. Like it, like oh. if, <laughs> <laughs> which like if you're, I'm sorry, if the line was two and a half hours long or even two hours and long at a Burger King, you were talking to it. an 11 and you made right. an 11 take you to a different Taco Bell. What's the matter with you? And she did, by the way, she was like, you're right in this. And I was like, I know I'm a sacred number nine. So <laughs> she's like, I'm the visionary here. But I guess you're sacred, so I do what you say. I envision that you need a taco in three minutes or less. And I said... Three minutes or less. Okay, he said the line was 45 minutes long. He's like, I was stuck in line for 45 minutes. Then I drove my friend off. And then I headed home. So... uh, 
sounds what like What was bullshit. going on at this Burger King? Like, it sounds like an In-N-Out experience. <laughs> it does. Like, he might as well have said In-N-Out and it would have made a little sense. A little bit. So the husband tells police he spent his weekend at home with his wife and kids, not in Canada. But he did say he did go on a brief fishing trip the following week. So they interview the wife. She's like, no, all of this was true. He was home with me. He was never in Canada. And she says, there is literally no way that my husband could be having an affair because his work schedule is just so crazy. Wow. Okay. And it's like, if you believe that he's in Burger King drive through for two and a half hours, I don't necessarily right. trust. He that. clearly has enough time on his hands. Yeah. Like he can go to Burger King for that long and like not work. Yeah. And so she's like, there's no way his work schedule is so crazy. And I'm like, nah, okay, girl, I don't I don't know about that. But <laughs> uh, thankfully, there was other evidence that seemed to suggest otherwise. So for starters, police knew that Patty, unfortunately, had been giving this guy money. Um, okay. So both her sisters uh, and her banker knew about this. None of the three of them were very pleased about this fact. Hmm. Understandably. It's their youngest sister. She's like, I'm giving a married man money secretly. It just seems shady. It, so, it, yeah, it's it not good. It's not good. Um, over, so they dated for a year. It's calculated that Patty had given her boyfriend this married I guess. man. Yeah. 10000 $90,000. In a year? In a year. Hang on. What is 90000 divided by 365? That's $250 a day. <laughs> Holy shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's a... That's not, I don't even know what color is past red, but that's a flag. That's a big he's fucking got, flag. He's got to be going to Morton's. Why is he going to fucking Burger King <laughs> waiting in that line? You got to get that. If you're making $250 a year by dating somebody secretly. A day, like, not a year. Af- uh, yeah, you can afford to not be sitting in a Burger King line for That's two what hours. I'm saying. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Or like working at a Honda factory. Like yeah, you, you don't need to have a job at all. You're, you're a kept man. Wild. Uh, yeah. So she's given this guy over $90,000. Wow. She has liquidated. What was she making at Honda? Hang well, on a she second. has like liquidated all her assets. <gasps> she's like taken a mortgage out on her house. Like she is. Oh, no. Yeah. Stretching everything she has to give she this man. She was going through it. She 90 was going grand. through it. Wow. So the reason she gave this man so much money is because he told her, so he had a company with his wife, like a side company. Uh And he said, in order to leave this company, I need to buy out my share from my wife. And I Mm -hmm. can't leave my wife until I buy out this share from her. So he tells Patty, okay, you need to help me buy out the share from my wife and then I can leave her cleanly. And be with you. So that's the quote unquote logic there. So Patty, obviously wanting to wanting this to happen uh, and believing that he had every intention to leave his wife and kids uh, helped fund this Mm. humongous sum of money. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, she withdrew. So like I said, she took out a second mortgage in on her ha- or mortgage on her house. She cashed in her stocks. She withdrew $30,000 from her 401k. <gasps> uh, and all of that amounted to over 90 grand. And something makes me think that he also made her pay for that fucking trip to Canada. Like he was like, I can't afford it after and the Burger King. My water right. is so expensive. Yeah, right. Fucking Ugh. bullshit. So when Patty's family finds this out, uh, predictably, they were not supportive of this. Um, Patty told them, don't worry. Uh, he's going to repay me. He has plans to repay me two days after we get back from Canada. Oh, Patty. Yeah. So oh, this Patty. is a humongous, like you said. Which shows intent, by the way, right? Exactly. Like- That's the motive. Because he's like, uh, the deadline for me to get this to you is two days after Canada. So, like, come with me to this log cabin away so from everybody. Canada, and in two unquote. days, you can expect all your money except psych. No, you won't. I have to kill you first. Uh, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when the when Marsha, the sister, tells police, like, well, she gave him all this money, but she said he was going to repay her two days after they got back from their trip. Police are like ding 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 that's the motive Mm -hmm. exactly so according to a blog spot get this it's called dark matter 69 i feel like we need to i'm sorry did you or did you not have an online aim relationship with him when you were i'm always crazy 444 (laughs) did rice pudding nine have something to do with dark matter 69 we have to do the numerology on all of those screen names and see (gasps) what the fuck our screen names say about us because i'm sure it's vow to you i vow to you the next episode we record together i will have the numerology for your screen names that oh my god okay but remember i'm always had a z in it i'm not gonna remember that like actively i'll choose to not remember that (laughs) (laughs) hang on i'm literally opening up numerology so i don't forget later i'm always yeah jesus crazy was it like three y's no four 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 just three fours okay got it just three fours okay can't wait to look that up later okay continue (laughs) i'm so scared um so according to that awesome blog by my friend i mean somebody i don't know named dark matter 69 (laughs) my ex my My (laughs) ex-boyfriend the one from algebra with a bell curve (laughs) um (laughs) according to that blog during the search of patty's home police had found a bunch of those paper money bands that go around stacks of cash Mm. so at this point they were like well shit she was giving him cash so we can't link this to him because he never deposited it into his bank account you can never trace it yeah so they can't trace it and she never got a receipt she never got a contract like even though it's literally ninety thousand dollars there's just no way to trace where it went Mm. all they can tell is that she took it out of her bank account and gave it to somebody in cash it makes me feel like he's done this before for it to yeah like he knows what he's doing i feel like even if i know like don't leave a paper trail i don't even know what that really means like i'm definitely creating a paper trail i'm when like I'm trying an, not to yeah i'm like an away message isn't a paper trail right like it's not paper <laughs> technically yeah I feel, I feel like even if i were trying to be smart about a crime 
if it were my first crime, there's no way I would so get stupid. away with it. I you would, know? I would be so dumb. I would, yeah, I would text everybody about it and be like, well, it's <laughs> digital. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I feel like exactly like this is wild how easily he's getting out of this shit. Mm. Speaking of which, he says, I never got any money from Patty. Again, he's like, Patty who? Like, okay, it's infuriating. And they couldn't prove it. They could not prove it. So he's just saying, I never got any money. And uh, his her sister is like, he got 90 grand. So when the police interview all the friends and sisters, um, they got more disconcerting information. So unfortunately, uh, to the husband's dismay, if more people knew about their relationship than he thought. So when he's saying like, oh, Patty who? He thinks, oh, no one will catch a, catch me on this. But like sure. people at work are like, yeah, we knew they were seeing each other. Like he oh, underestimated okay. that people kind of knew. Again, it's that over cockiness. He thought yes. he was hiding it well and he wasn't. And he wasn't. And people were like, well, duh, like we could tell they were dating. Um, so according to Chilling Crimes, Patty told one of her friends at work about the relationship, and she also told her two sisters and her best friend. And then the people at work at the factory also suspected this. So Patty's sisters and best friend revealed that the husband had told Patty, remember their trip to Canada? I sure do. He had told Patty, don't pack any clothes. Don't pack anything. <sighs> Forget it. Forget it. He said... I don't want you to draw any attention to our relationship at work. So when we get to Canada, we'll buy you all new clothes, like pretty woman style. We'll buy you all new outfits. Don't even worry about it. Don't bring any. I'd be like, uh, jokes on you. If we're leaving for the weekend, I'm bringing 10 pairs of underwear. You're an idiot. Like, so apparently she brought a small teal bag with blue lingerie and that's all she brought brought with. (laughs) Bold. Okay. Bold. So, a husband seems to be on high alert uh, when talking about this trip. Like he doesn't want anyone at work to get suspicious that they're going on vacation together. Um, and he took all these precautions, like don't bring any suitcases, don't bring any luggage. We don't want anyone to know. And so Patty's sisters told police that he had told Patty she needed to hitch a ride to work that day so that when they went to Canada together after work, her car wouldn't be in the Honda parking lot. Uh, Wow, he really, I'm, it's one of those things where in hindsight, it's clear as day. Yes, yes. But like, poor Patty, like, then again, like, who knows what I would have believed, like. Exactly, you're in a relationship and it's like, well, I don't want anyone to find out yet. We're trying to keep this on the DL. I don't want your car being at work. It worked so well that he was already trying to hide something from his wife because he could really say I need it to be a secret and like it was not suspicious to her don't bring a suitcase because we're trying to hide it exactly it's like it had such an ulterior motive that she could never have known Mm. um so Patty had also told her sisters uh some other troubling information she said that the guy her boyfriend had told her she was going to have to hide in in the the trunk of her his pickup truck even worse because it's like the wind. <laughs> like an open, yeah, in the back like of the Like the most truck. disrespectful place to put someone that you're Fuck. hooking up with. Like that's got to be a country song. Like I'm sure it is. Like she yeah. hid in the back of a pickup truck or something. Like that. It seems so disrespectful. Like, yeah, hide in the back of this pickup truck. Um, and he said hide under the, uh, like the cover, like a 
the bed had like a tarp, like a cover that yeah. you can purchase. I don't know if it's a tarp or like a plastic cover, but like you're going to hide under this plastic cover uh, while I drive my coworker, my friend home. Remember mm. the friend, the Burger King friend. Wow. So like we're going to literally stow you away. So the third person that's in the car doesn't know you're here. Correct. And then we drop him off. We can drive five blocks down the road and then you can get into the car. Exactly. Exactly. Also, like, at some point, like... I bet he didn't even buy her a fucking Whopper. I bet he didn't even buy her a fucking tarp. I feel like she he just said, lie down, and just, like, threw leaves on her or something. Like... Oh, there's a tarp. Or, not a tarp, but a, um... Is it, like, a hard shell? So, like, maybe it looked like it was... So, was there a is a cover. Tarp. It's called a ton... T-O-N-N-E-A-U... Tano? Tano? Cover? Okay. It's it's basically like the a pickup truck cover. I think it's one of those plastic ones you buy. Gotcha. That That's like, still like at some point. Granted, like I'm aware she got herself in a sticky situation having an affair with a guy that was married. But like at some point, even though like you, you, not everything you're doing is super tasteful or moral, like you have to look within a little bit and be like, he's literally like hiding me in the back of a truck. Like I would I would feel. Okay, really but think sad. about it too. She's in her twenties. Like, I feel like the stupid shit I've done for people I like had a crush on or thought that like. Oh, I'm t- I'm totally not judging her. I've done a lot dumber yeah. things. I'm just trying to put myself in her shoes of like, I wonder what she was thinking. Like, I would have felt so sad. I would have probably still fucking done it. Or, but I would have uh, yeah, like, same. But I, I wonder just been too like, if Damn. it was like exciting. You know, like oh, we're having Maybe. an affair and I'm hiding Maybe. it. Like, I mean, I don't know that. I mean, you're right. Like. It's degrading. So maybe maybe there was a gut like feeling of this isn't good. But yeah, I mean, looking back at my own relationships, I'm like, God, if someone asked me to do things today or like put me in those positions today, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But like, well, like, I mean, I've I've told you some of the I've told you some of the things I've done for someone who was 1000% not worth for a fraction of my time love right yeah exactly. right exactly so yeah who knows what she was thinking obviously her older sisters and friends were like not having it right but they just couldn't stop I mean, it it's one of those things where it's like when you watch it's like when you watch your friend like fall in love with like someone who's trouble and it's like yeah. well there's no point in even trying to reason like i'll just wait Yeah, you got to let them figure it out sometimes on their own. (laughs) Exactly. And then like the 90 grand and all that is like, shit, this is worse than we thought. That's so rough. Oh, my gosh. Every every section of this is worse. It's it's bad. Yeah. So basically, he's like, get in the back of the pickup truck under this cover. We're going to like secretly go to Canada together. I mean, to be fair, Em, I think if someone told you like. If Allison was like, hide in the back of the car, I'm going to drive you to Canada you'd pr- and I'll get you a burger on the way. You'd probably be like, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> Honestly, regardless of my opinion of a person, I would probably get in the back of a truck if someone offered me food <laughs> in Canada. I'd do it. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, who knows? Question. Yeah. Did, was she told to bring her passport to get into the country or was he going to like Great. smuggle her into Canada? That's a great question. Great question. I don't okay. know. But also, uh, side note, this is July of 2001. So I don't know how strict mm. this okay. is several months before 9-11. And I know that security went up like massively. Yeah. And I think getting into Canada is easier than getting back into the U.S. So I'm not totally sure. Well, that's what know. my thought is, too, because if it's easier to get into Canada than it is to come back to the U.S., but he never planned on bringing her back to the U.S., would he even tell her to bring a passport? To bring a passport. Very good point. 
Because then also he could leave the passport at her house and then be like, see, she never went with me anywhere. Like, right, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. Um, so basically he's like, hide in the back of the truck. Uh, we're going to Canada. And although the coworker who kind of told police this information was able to corroborate uh, the all that information, the employee, the manager at the Burger King on that night who worked that shift told police that despite the husband's testimony, there was no long line in the drive through that night. <laughs> wow. Kel surprise. Okay. So, but the coworker is saying, yeah, yeah, we waited in line for 45 minutes. So his coworker is for whatever reason backing him up. I see. So he's got a little, like he's got not, not totally an accomplice, but certainly someone like an alibi. Yeah. Yeah. Saying like, no, we were there for 45 minutes in line. And the manager's like, no way. There was no congestion that night. The manager would be like, my ass would be fired if there was a 45 minute a wait at a drive through. Exactly. Like, he's also probably getting nervous now. Like, my boss can hear you claiming that yeah, shit. For like, real. Like, I I'm do finally that. manager. And like, that is not how I run this ship. There is not yeah. a 45 minute line. <laughs> and he says, like, there is never traffic between 12 a.m. and 2.30. So, like, no way. I really like no like who's awake for there to be a 45 minute okay like just the Honda factory I assume and nobody else you know like what the fuck are you talking about 45 minute line and so the distance from the Honda factory to the husband's house is only 35 minutes total so there's like no freaking way that this was a two and a half hour situation and the husband failed a lie detector test but as we know that is not admissible in court so just more right. red flags piling mm-hmm. up. So July 13th, 2001, this is two weeks after Patty was last seen. The husband told police, fine, search my home. I don't care. You can look through my house. Again, the cockiness. The cockiness. Because. It's always the cockiness. They fucking found shit. Of course they did. He's like, search my home. There's nothing. Uh, and the, even if I wasn't part of a crime, I would be terrified for my place to get searched. Okay, Cause I'd be I like, s- I'd be like, yo, they're going to find everything uh, here. Somehow a magical little evil fairy is going to put all of the evidence hundred- in my bedroom. There was literally a TikTok I saw today of a guy being like, every time I get pulled over, I think like there must be a warrant out for my arrest that I don't <laughs> yeah. know about. And I'm like, that's me. Like every time I walk through a, like a, a beepy thing outside the store. I'm like, yeah. I must have shoplifted eight hundred dollars worth. Every of time I go through TSA in an yes. air- at an airport, I'm like, they're gonna find all twenty guns on me. I and accidentally like, I packed a bomb and I forgot. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I get so right. scared. But this motherfucker is like, come on in, and he has something to hide. Guess how I know? Because I fucking found it. <gasps> So they go through his house and they, according to the lieutenant, they uh, found a couple of items that circumstantially validated the story that we were getting from other people about their relationship. So strap in. This is what we got. Buckle Mm. up. Okay. They found a Hard Rock Cafe t-shirt. Oh, yep. They Mm -hmm. said, homegirl said that uh, her sister bought him a shirt. Yep. That, which by the way, the sister was probably like, yeah, we had to fucking go to Hard Rock so she could buy him a T-shirt. I mean, like, I'm sure at the time she was like, really, that married guy, you're buying him a T-shirt. And now it's like, oh, we found the fucking T-shirt. Yeah, that corroborates the story. Yep. Um, a phone that Marcia said Patty had bought for him so that they could have, like, 
discreet conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, they found a birthday card. And when they found it, the husband was like, oh, no, that's from everybody at work. Everybody at the Honda factory. That's like a generic card. But they open the card and Patty's the only person to have signed it. And it's like, mm, <laughs> okay. yeah, nice try. Like uh, people don't hate you that much. On your yeah, birthday, yeah, exactly. Know? It's like she's the only one. I doubt it. Did it uh, say with romantic love, hugs and kisses, the whole okay. staff of Honda? <laughs> <laughs> your your shift manager. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but they found a romantic letter that she wrote him as well. Uh, and the letter was written about the relationship and how much she wanted to be with him. So, like, he's full of shit. They also eerily had a cadaver dog go to the house um, who picked up a scent on what was newly poured concrete in the garden. Fuck off, Christine. Yeah. And I can't wait till you get to the part where you explain to me why this man is not in jail. <sighs> I know. So they excavate the concrete. But they didn't find anything. However, they did learn that the cement had been taken from another site. But they, I guess, never figured out where that was from or they never investigated the initial site because that was a dead end. So the most potentially damning of all the evidence is that they noticed the husband's truck was all set up for a truck bed cover, but the cover was missing. Okay. Remember the cover. I know, I know, I know about the cover. So a co-worker said in their interview with police that the husband had said he installed the cover on the 29th of June. And that's the last day Patty was seen. So he just happened yep. to install this cover that day. He explained that he had used it for his fishing trip, but he had taken it off for some reason. And it was now at another one of his properties. Okay. When asked, why did you take it off? He said, oh, because the truck belongs to the company Honda and the flatbed uh, was used for everyday use. um, And so I can't actually have a cover on it to do my job. And it's like, okay, so you put it on and then two days later you took it off because you can't have it to do your job. But why did you you put it on? Right. Like what? But you knew. Okay. And also, where is it? (laughs) Oh, I'm so tired of this man. This man is exhausting. And so they take the cover. They find it. It's a a different property. They find it. They take it in to be examined. They find blood. I want to say I'm shocked. I feel like you wanted me to be shocked there. But instead, I did this. You did. (sighs) Big eye roll. And I should have known because, yes, that's the exact reaction I had. So they find cat hair and blood uh, in his truck. How dare I ask how much blood? Like so not much. But a like ver- traces of tra- like clearly yeah. something happened. Yeah, a very little amount of blood. And they're like, okay, we have this blood. Uh-huh. And they and find cat hair. And in the is, bed he gonna, is he going to have the nerve to say, oh, a cat died in here? <laughs> so they take the cat hair and they are able to match it to Patty's cats. <gasps> right? I love science. I know. Oh, so does my daughter, apparently. I know. How fun. She's... <laughs> no comment. She's just got a big fat brain. That's all. <laughs> so they're able to fucking connect it. But it's circumstantial. Like, they're like, well, maybe somehow the cat hair got here. But we can't say it's because he murdered Patty. Right. So they have the cat hair. Uh, they have a trace amount of blood. And it was so tiny. And it was 2001. They're unable to 
here's the thing. They have this trace amount of blood and they say, we can test it with the kind of rudimentary DNA uh, forensics we have. But if we do that, there's not going to be any blood left. Oh. So they said we could wait until advancements in DNA testing and hold on to this sample. And so they decide to do that. It's so small that they like. There's only like a tiny bit. Like, even if, even if they're like, they're taking the risk of like, we could put them away and find out now. Yep. Or we could really confirm it later. Yep. Yep. So like on a technicality, he is like able to like evade getting in trouble. Exactly. So they say, let's wait until it's more, until we can confirm this with more accuracy. And because of that, they don't test it. So they can match the cat hair, but they can't match the blood. Which just goes to show you, folks, if you've got a pet, like, them being, like, a furry mess could save your life one day or at least give people some solid information. Like, could give you some evidence, yeah. If you ever went missing, I would hope the amount of animal fur you constantly have so on your much. clothes would be something I could track later. Or, like, I could give, I could, like, hand Geo to the police and be yeah. like, <laughs> not use to this. Sniff, not to sniff anything out, because he's a terrible, he is, like... <laughs> he is about as much he's about as oblivious as I am. But yeah, the fur maybe we could track. Yeah. Um so unfortunately the case still has not been fucking solved because wow. they just have circumstantial evidence. So the courts officially declared Patricia Ann Adkins dead in 2006. Uh, Patty's disappearance is treated as an open homicide case because the sheriff station does believe that she is not just missing, but has been murdered. So right. they believe this is a homicide. And they couldn't even get a warrant to like break through the concrete. They did. So remember they did, they, they did break through the concrete and they found nothing, but they learned that the concrete had been taken from a different site and they weren't able oh, to oh. figure out where that original. Right site was so wherever that was maybe that's where her body is and that's why the dog smelled it Um, sorry so it's obvious that well it's obvious who's a key suspect and why uh but there's been no arrest uh because there's enough reasonable doubt and if they take this to trial and he's acquitted on like and they can't try it again they can't try it again and this motherfucker's free so it's like the same as with the blood evidence like they just have to hope they can get enough to put like up away. until like now he just has to keep his mouth shut and not accidentally admit anything to anybody. Yeah. And hope that like DNA evidence doesn't fucking nail him, which like, what do you think his wife is dealing with right now? Do you think she really just has no, I wish I knew. And it, like, that's the frustrating thing is like, since we don't know their names, I, we can't know if they're divorced. We can't know if they're still together. Girl, if you hear this, divorce him, please. Or Girl. I don't know, but, but do it sneakily so he doesn't know what's going to happen. Or just like tell us what you know. Tell the police what you know or something. I mean, like to be so confident when the sister called and she was like, he's not having an affair. Like there's nothing like he's a OK in my book. But then to like see all of that evidence. Right. Like, oh, we're just friends. I Or, oh, I barely even know her. And then it turns into we're just friends to romantic letters to her blood is in my truck. Like, yeah, her what? cat hair is in my truck. I mean, and like it became very clear they were having an affair. So whatever, whether she was murdered by him or not, they clearly had a relationship. So he was lying about that at the very minimal, at the very least. So, yeah, who knows what she did in response to that information i'm very curious um Mm. but we don't know yet i say yet because i'm hopeful that we can 
eventually get to the bottom of this. Um, this blood is uh, apparently still in the lab. So I'm hoping that uh, the family or whoever is able to kind of push for, because now they're, I mean, it's been 21 years. Like there's been so much advancement in DNA testing. I'm hoping that they can get this tested. Um, but Patty Adkins, for what it's worth, would be 49 years old nowadays. Um, she's described uh, as by the Charlie Project as a Caucasian female, five foot eight inches tall, 120 pounds, pierced ears, pierced belly button, and a tattoo of bluish green flowers placed horizontally on her lower back. Uh, at the time of her disappearance, she was wearing steel-toed sneakers and an all-white Honda work uniform consisting of pants and a long-sleeved shirt with two red outline patches on the upper chest. One of the patches says Patty, with an I, and the other says Honda of America. She was carrying a small teal-colored duffel bag, a maroon coin pouch, and a keychain with her Honda identification card. Jeez. As for the husband, swiftly after Patty's disappearance, he quit his job at the Honda plant. And that's all we know. We don't know about his relationship with his wife. We don't know anything. If he moved, we don't know anything else. Uh, obviously, justice needs to be brought to Patty's family. Uh, McKaylee, who's now 27, commented uh, in an article by ABC that, quote, it's been a challenge growing up going through 15 Mother's Days without a mom, 15 birthdays without a mom. We want closure. I hope someone will let us know what happened. And if you have any information on Patty Adkins' disappearance, again, this is from a uh, and this is an Ohio case. Uh, you are urged to contact the Union County, Ohio Sheriff's Office at 937-645-4110. Wow. And that is the case of Patty Atkins. Oh, wow. 15 years. That's, well, whenever that statement came out. That's so sad. I know. I know. <sighs> so. That poor girl. It's one of those where I'm like hoping one day I wake up and Twitter is like tagging me in a bunch of stuff saying, I feel hey. like with the power of TikTok, all it would take is one person who works at that Honda place to be like, I remember him, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like, like I have something some could... intel. Yeah. Yeah. You never know how little like one observation can turn into something bigger. So wow. see something, well, say something. See something, say something. That's, That's a good, that was a good story. It did some good storytelling. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. I figure I'd start with like, not a super duper long one, but still, you know, a powerful one and, uh, hope we can get some closure someday. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're back, Christine. Oh, I missed you. I missed you. I am. It's, it's, I'm just happy to see you again. I feel like every time I like Every time someone else was on, I was nervous that I needed to, like, be the ringleader. And now I feel like I can be like, no, no, no. I've got my fellow Gemini here to just start chaos. Don't worry, so. Christine. We'll start to – if there's any silence, Christine will fill it. It's okay. She'll let me know when the gig is up. So. <laughs> I can't believe I said that and didn't hear it in my own head. It's fine. Well, uh, I guess we'll see each other – uh, next week or now now that you're i don't know when, when am i actually seeing you i'm actually seeing you like literally i'm seeing you in a week in a week i'm coming to la i know that's gonna be fun we're gonna get some work done i know i'm it's, off maternity leave officially it's about time we can have a sleepover in the and that's why i drink apartment Wee! or something all right well i'll see you then and you'll hear from us next week folks and that's why we drink Yay! <laughs>
When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brands Park American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated.